Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews with Ben Jarowski. I'm Dave Glowetz. Ben writes on government and politics for the Chicago Reader, and he's here with me today. Welcome to the broadcast. Thank you, Senator. We're talking about finance Uh, and a couple articles that you wrote recently concerning finance. The first one I want to talk about appeared in the Reader on May 28th, 2015, titled How Ratings Agencies Play Their Own Politics with Chicago Taxpayers. Oh, yes. I remember that article. You wrote about the decision in early May by Moody's Investors Service to downgrade the rating of a half dozen of Chicago's bond offerings. Looks like Moody's rated several of Chicago's bonds at so-called junk level. Yes, that makes it more expensive for Chicago to borrow money. But it makes it more lucrative for the investors. Ah, so do you think there's a correlation? We're going to talk about that. And then you wrote a blog post that appeared on June 19th, 2015, titled, All Aboard Mayor Rahm's O'Hare Express Train to Bankruptcy. (laughs) That's a pretty good headline. You wrote about the Emanuel administration's proposed borrowing of $1.1 billion, yes. which incidentally the city council approved on right. June 17th. So, okay, we could either tax bankers with their transactions and use that money to pay for our operations, or we could borrow money from bankers at high interest rates and then tax ourselves to pay off the bankers. We hmm. chose for the second option. So the key point here is that if bond rating agencies determine that the city is less likely to be able to pay back the bond interest and the principal, then they lower the city's rating. And that's what would happen to Chicago. When that rating becomes lower, the city must pay higher interest rates to the investors. Because presumably it's a riskier loan. Yeah. Even though really nothing has changed. It's no more risky than it was the day before. Right. And this came out recently right after Moody's Investors Service did the downgrade. An analyst who was on a panel discussing this with a Moody's person said the likelihood still is like vanishingly low that Chicago would default. Yes. So we're at the point right now after this downgrade that Chicago now pays about double the interest rate of what top rated cities pay. Mm. So lower bond ratings are good for investors. That is correct. And Mayor Emanuel has disagreed with Moody's drop in the city's rating, calling Moody's inconsistent with its rival rating agency. So the mayor's on record with disapproving of the lower rating. (laughs) On the other hand, you pose the idea that, quote, this whole credit rating racket is an opportunity (laughs) to make even more money for Wall Street, end quote. So what we're talking about here, Ben, is the possibility of collusion Collusion, between credit rating agencies, investors, and perhaps city officials who have ties to the financial sector. Okay, yes, I see where you're going with this, young man. Do we know a couple city officials with ties to the financial sector? First of all, Mayor Rahm has a connection to... uh, That's right. That's right. Uh, Didn't he make a small fortune in the late 90s, early O's, when he was an investment banker. Right. He worked with our governor. Got to start with Governor Rauner, who also has ties. I would say that we, the people of Chicago, to use the fox and the hen house analogy, are being guarded by the foxes. So we're not being adequately defended. Our interests are not being looked out for pretty obvious to me. So do you think it's possible that Mayor Emanuel actually prefers to have a lower bond rating? I think Mayor Emanuel is probably conflicted on this issue. On the one hand, does not want to, I think, have to announce cuts 
that are required by paying more money in interest because that gets people mad at you and he doesn't want people mad. On the other hand, he appreciates being showered with campaign contributions from Wall Street interests as he has been because they're obviously confident that he will look out for their interests. So I think it's a conflicted sense that he has. I just find it amusingly ironic, I suppose, that he like just inches toward criticizing the whole racket, but pulls back at the last moment and still has not come up with a new form of taxes that will sort of soften the blow. I've had this debate with lefties for a while now that whether Rahm is an ideologue, a um, neoliberal ideologue who actually believes that uh, we are better served if we diminish the power of unions, give more control and power and authority to the moneyed classes, the Wall Street bankers, etc., or if he's just a pragmatic politician who thinks that it's in his short-term best interest to gather as much money in terms of campaign contributions from Wall Street interests and play the anti-teacher union card and see where that gets him. Do you have a position on that? I want the NSA tapes of his phone calls with Ken Griffin. <laughs> okay. That might help us. Yes, it might help us. We don't have enough or data. Or the email. Why don't you FOIA for his email? The emails that the Tribune has sued for him to release around these bond deals? Yes, yes, those emails. See how that turns out. Then that's all we've got time for. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, sir. Listeners, we always welcome your questions and comments or suggestions for future interviews. You can email those to us via contact at shygov.com or go to our website, shygov.com or Inside Chicago Government on Facebook and Twitter. I'm Dave Glowatz. Thanks for listening.